Yeah, no, I was... All right, Rabosai, uh, we are ready to get started. Um, we have a slightly, uh, the first time it's not bad. It's a good start to a, it's a nice introduction. We're starting on Nun Vavam at Bays, and we're in the middle, actually, we're in the middle of a sugya about Shor HaNiskal. We're at the words Maskif Lamar Zutra, 12 lines or so from the bottom. And we're going to ask the question and then use Rashi to help us pick up the context of where we were yesterday. The Gemara says, Maskif Lamar Zutra, you just said that perhaps there was a Shrita that was, uh, that was going to be uh, us, that was going to be Mutter, uh, says the Gemara. Maybe a person took a rock, they checked it to make sure it was kosher for shechita, and then they did the shechita with that, the mechze keskila, because that's a fascinating play. Clever, no? It's a clever move. You use a rock for shechita, and that perhaps checks the box of the, in the pasuk of sakol yisakel, afalpi, that you didn't stone it by throwing, and you only stoned it by slaughtering it, which is not really stoning. But the Gemara says perhaps that's the case of al sucking low. Perhaps with a perhaps with a shechita knife, things would have been a little bit different. The Gemara rejects this. Alra says midi sakin Go look through all of chumash. Shnai mikra starts now for the year. Go look through all of chumash. You will not see that shechita needs to be done with a knife. It's not correct. And ve'od tanya we have a brayse about kol shochten ben sur ben zchuchis ben krumis shelkon. It doesn't matter. You can use a rock. You can use glass. You can use a reed if you can get it to be sharp enough. Let's say you have a, uh, there are some materials like bamboo can be hard enough and maybe even sharp enough under certain circumstances uh, to perform ashrita. Uh, so therefore, the Gemara rejects this oddball havamina that perhaps shechting with a stone checks the box of skiva. Says the Gemara Vahashta, and now, and when we say and now, it means please remember the last 25 lines of complex Gemara. Now that according to some, we learn out the Isser of Achila of Ashur Haniskal and the Isser of Hana from the words Lo Yochal, then if that's true, what then does the Pasuk of Balashur Naki mean? Yesterday we wanted to darshan that that was our source for an, for an Isser Hana. Says the Gemara, Lanos Oro. Nafkamina would be the skin. Let's say you have a nice cow, you want to leverage the leather. You could make thousands of things out of leather. Apple stopped using leather in all their products because of all the uh, negative methane emissions from animals that they're then being a part of. Uh, yeah, whatever. So here the Gemara doesn't hold to such things. The Gemara says, maybe you wanted to leverage the skin. The Gemara says, uh, why would we need that? That was the Havamina, that perhaps we should say that there's a distinction based on the Pasuk itself. The Pasuk says that by the Shor Haniskal, that perhaps the skin is mutter because all that's referenced in, in the Pasuk is flesh. Reasonable Havamina. Um, and that's why we have the Pasuk of Bal Hashor Naki. And then the Gemara says, Hi, Balashor Naki is for something else. There's an, uh, there are other Tanoim that say that Bal Hashor Naki teaches us the following that Vlados, and this again without Rishonim, we'd be lost um, uh, just because we don't know Mishnayas. But the Gemara here says that according to some, the words Bal Hashor Naki mean if you have a shore that is on its way to being Muad, but it hasn't done its damage three times, then Bal Hashor Naki means that their putter from Chatsi Kofer. And they're potter from Dmei Vlados, that if the cow, if the shore that Gores kills, we don't need to, um, 
then the owner doesn't need to pay the Dmei Vlados. So then according to that sheet, which Bal HaShor Naki is already being used for something else, Anos Oro Minale, how do they know that uh, the skin of an animal of a of a shorhaniskal is going to be aser no? <coughs> Says the Gemara may es besaro. This comes from the pasuk of es besaro. Es atafel besaro. We're darshaning the word es. Famous sugya. Uh, you already might be able to see where the where this will land. Veidach. According to those who learn from Bal Hashor Naki, what do you do with the words es besaro? Says the Gemara es lo darish. They don't, not everybody darshins esim. Says the Gemara Kiddetanya, top of Nun Zayin Amaral. Shimon Ha'amsuni, the Amrilon, Nechem Yo Ha'amsuni. One of them said the following, or I should say, one of them did the following. Hayadoresh called Esin Shabbatora. They went through Chalmish, Breshis Baralukim, Esa Shamayim, Esa Ars. They looked at the Aleph Saf in the first Pasuk, and he gave a shot for it. But Kaman Sheikiel Esa Shemelukechel Tira Piresh. Once he got to the Pasuk of Es Hashem Tira, he didn't feel comfortable darshaning anymore. And Rashi gives us a glimpse. Rashi on the second line, Dibur Maschel Parish, Shiyari le Rabos, Shum Dabar le Hashvosa, the Maramako. I could understand that. Uh, that resonates with me. I'd be very scared as well to equate anything to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Amr lo Talmid of Rebbe, Kol Esen Shedarashta Ma'atehelem. You're 99.9% of the way there. There's Esim throughout the entire Torah. You darshaned all of them. You got to Es Hashem and you stopped. What's going to be with all the drushas that you made? So he says, Just like I get reward for darshaning. I equally get reward from stepping away from the project because I don't know how to answer this. Big muster in life to know when to step away. After I took on another responsibility in the community about 10 years ago, my father said to me, I want to teach you an important word. The word is called no. Uh, you should learn how to use it sometimes. Note taken. That's when I accepted dafyomi upon myself. That message you gave me was, was I think, when I took the presidency at McCor. I think. This is a new twist on Kibudah. Yeah. Because you're in the Shir and I got your Haskama, so it's different. So all of this was Reb Nechem Yoham Sunni or Reb Shimon Ham Sunni, who was scared of the, the drush of Esa Shemelo Kechatira. And then the big shoulders, I should say bigger shoulders, come along. At Shabbat Rebbe Akiba Valimit, Esa Shemelo Kechatira, the Rabos Talmide Chachamim. This uh, is Omer Dorsheni. What happened to the concern of uh, not being mashed for anything to a Baruch Hu? So I've seen in other places in Midrashim, there's a Medrash that says that you should fear Talmidi Chachamim like you fear uh, the Shechina. So there are those kinds of equations, not that they are equated, but the way that we interact with real Talmidi Chachamim is, and we know it when it happens, when a big Talmud Chacham walks in the room, the whole room magnetically stands up and everybody's dead silent. We, we, we know it when it happens. You know, they're very, they're special moments. What? For you, it will one day. I, uh, I can assure you that it won't. <laughs> Um, so says the Gemara. Uh, okay, so that's the conclusion of the Gemara. So according to the Rishonim, according to the Gemara that, that holds that me espesaro, that we don't darshan esim, so that's okay. If you don't darshan esim, then the word espesaro is not extra. And for those who hold that the S is extra, then they used S in order to darshan es besaro, that the or that the skin of the shorhaniskal <coughs> is also going to be asra. Let's talk about the next figure, 10 lines down, and Zainal, how do we know about an Egla Rufa? That remember what our Mishnah said. This is our Mishnah from yesterday. Anun Vavam at the top of the page about getting married with something that's Asr Ben. Now we know that's not allowed because Minolan. Amre Debe Rabbi Kapara, 
Ksiba, the word kapara is used by Agla Arufa. This is my bar mitzvah parsha. What's the pasuk? hadam. I think is the pasuk. So the language of kapara is there, and oddly, that's kikachim. That word gives us an equation to the world of kachim. Uh, the Rashi, oh, Rashi quotes the pasuk. Rashi, kapara amochay Israel. So I was close. No, the pasuk does says many kapara lahem adam. Is that the different pasuk? It's the end of that pasuk. It's the end of the same pasuk. Yeah. Either way, I was wrong. The Gemara says that this kapara is kikachim. Rashi says v'kachim asrim ve'anashari mualin ben. So therefore, there's an equation, an equivalence between the world of Egla Rufa and Kachim. And just like Kachim is Nasser Banan, you can't get married with Kachim. The same is true by Egla Rufa. Okay, says the Gemara Tzipore Mitzora. In regards to the birds of the Mitzora, we are somewhat familiar with the weird avoda of the two birds of the Mitzora. The first bird would be shechted. The second word would, bird would be dipped in the blood of the first bird. Very odd uh, set of events. Says the Gemara Minolan, how do we know that this works? <laughs> The Tana, the Bay Rabbi Shmuel. There's a brisa. Namar Machshir Machaper Bifnim. We have in regards to the Tzipori uh, Mitzora that they're Machshir Umechaper Bifnim. The Mitzora uses these birds for two things: it's to be Machshir to enable him to eat Kachim again, and it's Machaper on uh, whatever Isurim were were on in his world. And we have the same language that applies Bachutz. This says, we'll soon see, is a reference to Egla Rufa. That's what Rashi says over here. Uh, Rashi says, Mechaper uh, Bachutz, 10 lines down, Rashi says, Egla Rufa. Just like by Mitzorah, it's true that we have uh, that we have this equation. We equate the world of Egla Arufa to the world of Tzipori Mitzorah. So now we have a double equation. Kachim is similar to Egla Arufa. That's why Egla Arufa is also. Tzipori Mitzorah are similar to Egla Arufa. That's why Tzipori Mitzorah are also. Fine. Itmar, a quarter of the way down, we have a brisa. When do the birds from Mitzor become Asr? Only once they are Shechta, that's when they become Asr to eat uh, and Asr to be used for other things. Reish Lakish says that it's Asr from the time that they are picked up for the purpose of being used as Mitzor. That's the moment when a transaction has happened with that bird. What else has happened beforehand? Says the Gemara. He learns out that it's Lakicha, that the Isser on the Tzipori Mitzora happens from the time that they're taken to be used as Tzipori Mitzora, learned from the world of Egla Rufa. Just like an Egla Rufa becomes Asr before Shechita while it's still alive, so too says the Gemara that Tzipori Mitzora. Become Aser, Mechaim. Says the Gemara, well, wait one second. Begla Rufa, Gufa, Meimasai. How do we know that an Egla Rufa becomes Aser, Behano, Aser to be used before it is killed? Says the Gemara, Amar Avyanai, Gvul Shamati Ba. Avyanai says, I heard about a particular border. Vishachachti. I can't remember what it is. Venas ben Chavraya, people came around him and Lomar, they said, It's when you get to the Nachal Eson, a particular geographic location, that's when the Isser starts. Imai Egla Rufa asks the Gemara, wait one second. You're telling me that the actual time frame when the Egla Rufa becomes Asr is not by the Lakicha, it's not by the time you 
pick that animal, but instead when you get to a geographic location, the Agla Rufa only becomes usher by the Nachal Esa, not by the Zman Lakicha. So the Sipori Mitzora Nami, Mishas Lakicha, Lo Mitzre. How can you say that you learn Sipori Mitzora from Egla Arufa? You say Sipori Mitzora is, is going to be usher from the time that it's picked up, just like the Egla Rufa. The Egla Rufa doesn't get usher by the Lakicha. The Egla Rufa gets usher by the time of Nachal Esa. So the Gemara says, wait one second, your question's ridiculous. Achi Hashta, we're halfway down a little bit more on the Zayin and Aleph. Achi Hashta, how can you compare? The case of the Tzipore Mitzora to the case of the Egla Arufa. After all, Hasam, over there by the Egla Arufa, East Lake Vulacharina, there by the Egla Arufa, we have a geographic location. We know the threshold that when it's crossed, the animal becomes Aser. But Hacha by the Tzipore Mitzora, me East Lake Vulacharina, what do you want to do? There's no, yes, we learn from the world of, uh, of Egla Arufa. We learned that it's before Shrita. You're right, we don't learn the Kicha from Egla Arufa, but Kishem that Egla Arufa has a moment in time when, it's, when it becomes Asr, prior to the Shrita. The same thing is true in regards to the birds. It's just that when the bard, birds become Asr, it's, at, a, it's at, the, at the Shas, the Kicha, and that would be the Nafkamina between them. And therefore, the Gemara says it's appropriate to assume, according to Reb, uh, Reish Lakish, that the Zman is Lakicha, uh, that's when the Tzipore, the Tzipore um, Mitzora become Asurim. The Gemara poses three questions here. Eisvei Rav Yochanan Reish Lakish. Remember, Rav Yochanan holds that Tzipore Mitzora become Asur Mishas Shechita. Reish Lakish holds that they become Asur Mishas Lakicha. So it says the Gemara, when do these uh, birds become Asur? We have a problem. We have a brisa. The Brisa says two-thirds of the way down, Kol Tzipor Tohora Tochelu, that uh, when you have a bird that is pure, you are allowed to eat it. Lerabos es ha-meshulachas. Lerabos, to include the meshulachas, the bird that's sent away. This is referring to the second bird of the Tzipore Mitzorah. Let's review. The first Tzipor of the Mitzorahim, when the person brings two birds, gets shechted. The second bird gets dipped in there. And then, says the Gemara, that the Mishulachas, the second bird of the Mitzorah, is actually permissible to eat. We never would have thought that. We would have thought that it was Kodshim. We would have thought that it was connected to, to the Beis HaMikdash in a permanent way. The first one got shechted, and there's going to be uh, whatever's going to happen with it. The second one's Mutter to eat. Lerapos Mishulachas. This teaches us, the Brisa teaches us, that the second bird of the Mitzorah, after it gets dipped in the blood, if at a later point you shecht it, it's perfectly mutter to eat. And the Brisa continues, There are some birds that you're not allowed to eat. What does that do? This teaches us that there are some birds you're not allowed to eat, that if an animal is shechted, you're not allowed to eat it, only referring, of course, to some animals. Right now we're talking about the first bird. So says the Gemara, If you want to say that when an animal is alive, it's already usher, then why do we need the second drasha? The second drasha implies that the moment in Isser for the birds is shechita. That's what's implied. That's what it seems to say. But that's a kasha on Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish was a, uh, yeah, it's a kasha on Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish wanted to say that it was Mishas Lakicha, that the birds that you're using to propose to your fiance are the two birds of a Mitzorah, Harat, Nekudashashli, Bitsipore, Mitzorazu, Kedas Moshe, Israel. And uh, according to Reish Lakish, it's Mishas Lakicha, says the Gemara. Uh, the Brisa says it's Mishas Lakicha, kasha on Reish Lakish, says the Gemara. No. I might have thought that the Tzipore birds, that the Tzipore Mitzorah were actually different. Maybe they were compared to the Hava Akadshim. 
Because by Kutchim, we have a fascinating rule. And we actually know this by Kutchim Kalim, but just calling it out is unique. By Kutchim, Demechaim Asire, let's say I pick out my Korban Pesach. While it's alive, I'm not allowed to use it for anything else. However, once it's shechted, I might have thought that that first bird, that once the avoda is done with it and it's shechted, it's mutter to eat, that it's not mutter to eat. So no, we're actually, we actually don't have a question on Reish Lakish because we're not talking about the same bird. And therefore, the Gemara says, no problem. The Gemara asks question number two. We have a brysa. This brysa is found as a Mishnah in Maseches Negoim. Let's say the first of the Tutsi Pore Mitzorah are shechted, and when the chicken is being analyzed after the shechita, we see the animals a trefa. So what's the din? That we're missing a bird. Because one of the two birds is a trefa, we need to replace the bird that's a trefa. And the first one, let's listen carefully, the first one that we already identified as a trefa is now Mutter Behana. So again, two birds, Sipori Mitzorah. I begin the Avoda to be Machshir, the Mitzorah, to be able to use, to eat Kadshim, and for them to get Kapara. I do Shechita on the first of the two birds in order to dip the second bird in the blood of the first bird. And then the Maisa, what ends up happening is I find that bird number one is a Trefa. We need to find a replacement, but that bird number one, which is a Trefa, is Mutter Behana. <laughs> so the Gemara says, Isak, do you have candy? If in fact, if in fact, says the Gemara, if in fact you want to say that the birds are going to be Asr if you're saying that they're already if you want to say that they're already Asura from Mishas Lakicha, like Rish Lakish wants to say, so then how can you then say that the first bird is mutter be'ana? At the end of the day, the bird's not being used because it's a trefa. Once the trefa is a trefa, it can't be used. It should be mutter be'ana. But how? It must be that it's only misha shechita. Says the Gemara, no. Amar What type of trefa status are we dealing with with bird number one? The Gemara says, We found an invalidation of trefa. In its benayme ayin, in the stomach area, telochal Allah kedusha klal lemafreya. That first bird was never a tzipor mitzorah, and therefore, even if Reish Lakish is right that lakicha, that just identifying and focusing in on those tzipor mitzorah to say that they are um, to say that they are dedicated for tzipor mitzorah. So over here, that's a zero because this animal is a trait for mamish. Aversal Shechter has a crazy psak about this, that when there is a piercing in the stomach lining, the animal is a trefa. And so according to those who give these uh, injections to cows through the stomach, every cow is trefa. So Rav Shechter has uh, had a chumrah for many years that he doesn't drink cow milk, period. None, zero, no derivatives of, of the cow milk. The only cows that he will eat from are ones that are not milking cows. Well, they have meat. Because you can't have the meat from that cow. But if you're getting meat from a shlachthaus and that those cows were not made to sell milk, no problem. He brought this question to Ravel Yashif. There's a picture of him talking to Ravel Yashif. We've spoken about this before, I believe, that uh, he asked this question to Ravel Yashif, and Ravel Yashif had this like this like way about him to like, ah, a, he like kind of brushed off the shayla. But Rav Shechter, he doesn't drink cow milk. He doesn't pass in that way for his Talmudian, but he doesn't drink cow milk, which is pretty, uh, his svara is pretty rap, <laughs> Sam. 
Not that he needs any pats on the back, but I mean, I mean, if in fact they're sticking a needle through the abdomen into the stomach lining, uh, the kasha is not on Rav Shechter, the kasha is on all of us. Not that, go ask your local Orthodox rabbi. I think he's milk sensitive. I don't know what Rabbi Robinson does. Maybe he doesn't care as much. I don't know. Let me stand up for you. So True, but those two things are really not connected. Aceve, <laughs> third question that's asked on our Gemara. Again, we're reviewing our machlokas <clears throat> between... Rav Yochanan and Reish Lakish, as to when the Tzipori Mitzorah get their status of Isser, do we say like Rav Yochanan that they only get their status of Isser with the Shrita of the first birth, or do we say like Reish Lakish that we get their status of Isser, that Tzipori Mitzorah get their status of Isser by the Lakicha, simply by appointing them as, the, as these birds, Eisve. Shachta shelo be'ezo, v'shelo be'ez erez, v'shelo b'shnisolas. If we leave out all the uh, all the accompaniments, all the things that are supposed to be there for the Mitzorah, the hyssop and the cedar branch, and the the the, um, the fabric that's there, the shnisolas. Rav Yaakov Omer hol v'hoktzal le'mitzvasa asura. He says, even without all of those accompaniments, because of the fact that the animal was hooked to the mitzvasa, that that first tzipor mitzora was already identified to be used as part of the mitzora process, asura. Reb Shimon Omer hol v'nishchata shelok mitzvasa muteres. Reb Shimon holds that since it's v'nishchata shelok mitzvasa, that there was a shechita, but it was shalokim mitzvasa. It, it actually was in the end not done properly because it was missing all the accompaniments of the shni uh, tolas and the azov and the yitzeres. So then mutar. And the Gemara qualifies this machlokas between Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Ad kan lo pligi elamar sabar shchita she'ena ruuya shma shchita umar sabar shchita she'ena ruuya lo shma shchita. It might just be that the Machlokas of Yaakov and Rav Shimon is simply about whether or not a shechita, which is Ein Ru'uya, is Shmei Shechita. According to the Shita of Shechita She'ein Ru'uya, Shmei Shechita, so then that would be the Shita of Rav Yaakov. And according to the Shita, that Mar Sabar Shechita She'ein Ru'uya, Lo Shmei Shechita, that's a zero, so then you can't say that it's going to be Usr for those purposes. That's the second reason. But, and here's the punchline, But everyone agrees no matter what your machloka says about shechita, re'uya or not, lemaisa, the way everybody looks at it, is that mechayim lo mitzrah, is that it wasn't usher when it was alive. That's a kasha against Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish wanted to say that the iser of the the, the tzipori mitzora was mishas lakicha. The Gemara here shows or that that's clearly not true because even mechayim, they were not going to be usher. And the Gemara concludes that it's actually a machlokas tanoim. You're right. Reish Lakish and Rav Yochanan have different shitas. Where does Reish Lakish get his shita from? He actually gets it from the top of this page, but we'll requote it over here. Tanoihi. Eight lines from the bottom, four lines before the wide lines. Detana debe Rabbi Shmuel. Ne'emar machshu mechaper bifnim, ve'ne'emar machshu mechaper bachutz. We had said in regard to the Tzipore Mitzora that they are both mechaper and that they are machshir. And we also had said that that applies by an Egla Arufa. And what was our extension from this hashva? The Misa we see that the Tzipori Metzorah are like the Egla Arufa. And by the Egla Arufa, when does it become Aser? By Shechita? No, by Nachal Esad. Therefore, that's a Mari Makom that's used to prove the Shita of Reish Lakish. And therefore, it must be that all of the three Mishnayas that we just learned, either we wriggled out of them with answers like we did, 
or we don't even need to try so hard because Reish Lakish has a Marimokum at the top of our page where the Tzipori and the Tzora are an equivalent to the world of Egla Arufa. And just like by Egla Arufa, the line in the sand that makes an Egla Arufa Asura is being at the geographical location of Nachal Esan, that specific place. So too by Tzipori Mitzora, it's not the point of Shechita that makes them Asura, but rather it's the Shas Lakicha. That's how Reish Lakish understands. Good. So the Gemara says four lines from the bottom. We're going to pick up on uh, something that we learned. We had learned uh, the Pasuk Gufa. We learned, Kol Tzipor Tohora Tochlu L'Rabo Sas We had learned that that part of the Pasuk teaches us that just like every bird or all of the birds that are written out in the Torah, I should say all the birds that aren't written out in the Torah, all the birds that are tohora, we are allowed to eat. And that was l'rabo sesameshulachas. That was, uh, that drasha teaches us that in among the list of birds that we are allowed to eat, we're also going to include the second Sipor Metzora. Remember, the Tzipor, uh, the Tzipor number one was Nishchat, and the second Tzipor was dipped into it. And then that second one was sent free, and if anybody were to find it, they're allowed to eat it, no problem. And the second part of the Pasuk was, This taught us about the first bird, that once that animal is shechted, we had said that that first animal, which is Nishchat, that it's now Asura. So it says the Gemara, I could have turned around this drasha and learned them differently, that the first bird which was shechted is mutter, and the second bird is actually the one that's asr. There's a way that I could have learned the psukim that way. I'll just read back the psukim for you at the fourth to the bottom line. Kol tzipor tohora tochlu, even the first bird after it was shechted. And the pasuk that says, mehem, you should not eat this bird. That is perhaps even the second bird. And the Gemara says, that's impossible. And we're going to see three, three answers, three answers as to why that's not true. It has to be the case that the second bird has to be the one that goes free. The bird that's living has to be free. Here's reason number one. We don't see any animals that are asr, which all of us probably know off the cuff is not true. There certainly are some animals that are asr. Says Rashi, It's very rare to have an animal that's otherwise kosher, that has an Isr Olam, that's constantly and forever Usr. Says the Gemara, what are you talking about? Maski flor of Shmuel Barab Yitzchak. Philo, we don't have animals that are Baal Echayim, that are Asur in the Olam. After all, Hare, turning to the top of Nunzayin in the base. I don't think we're going to get as far as I want to get, but uh, we'll see what happens. Muktza v'ne'evad. Rashi says, That if you have an animal that was set aside by a Rosh Marusha who was planning on using it for Avodazara, or Nevad, an animal that was used for Avodazara, those are animals that under other circumstances are mutter, but you messed them up by using them for Avodazara. And over here, over here, we see that there, there's an Isra Olam. The Gemara makes a fascinating distinction and says, You're wrong. Even if an animal is used for Avodazara, ki asiri legavoha. The only time that we say that the meat of an animal that's been used for Avodazara's usr is legavoha. However, lehedyo mishrashari. That the meat of an animal that's used for Avodazara is permissible for the average lay person to eat. It just can't be used on the Mizbeach. 
Sounds crazy, but that's what the Gemara says. And therefore, we don't have precedent yet. How did Rav Yochanan, in the name of Rav Shem ben Yochai, give his answer to say that there are no animals that have an Isra Olam? What was he talking about? What was he talking about? Says the Gemara, Maski of Yirmiya, hold on one second. Hare Roveya Venirva. A Roveya is a male animal that sodomizes a woman. And a nirba is a female animal where a man was intimate with that animal, bestiality, the psukim and chumash. If in those cases there were be'edin, there, those animals are in Israel under normal circumstances when animals live a normal life and they mate with their own kind. Those animals can be shechted, no problem. But in cases like this where, where the male animal violates a woman or uh, a male human violates a female animal, those animals are taka and isra olam. So that makes the answer of Rab Shimon uh, in the name of Rabbi Yochanan and then Rab Shimon ben Yochai incorrect. So the Gemara just gently changes the language four lines down. Elo Amar Rab Yochanan, Bishum Rab Shimon ben Yochai, Lomatsinu, it's not common to find most animals. We, in general, we don't find animals that are asurim in the long run. <clears throat> Let's tie this back to our question. We wanted to say that perhaps in the drasha, what was meant to say is that the second animal, the one that was kept alive by the Tzipori Mitzorah, that the second animal can be uh, should be considered asur. Says the Gemara, no. Why? Because most animals are not considered usher unless something happens to them. And here, nothing happened to that animal. So that's answer number one as to how we know that the second bird of the Tzipore Mitzora is going to be considered mutter once it's sent away. Here's answer number two. Debei Rebbe Shmuel Tana, Debei Rebbe Shmuel Tana, to Amar Kra, Vishilach al Pnei HaSadeh, Kisadeh, Masadeh Muteres, Afainami Muteres. Just like a field is considered permissible, so too the second animal is also considered permissible. Says the Gemara, wait one second. The Pasuk of Ashilach al-Panei Asad is used already. Are you trying to tell me that a Sadeh, that a field is being used for this? That's not correct. The words of, of Hasadeh are used for something else. Ten lines down, Anun Zayin Amit Beis. Ahumi this is used in the following brisa, sadeh. This is the word we were talking about, and the drush over here is that when we let the second bird go of the tzipori mitzora, in what direction do we let it go? It's not stam. Everything in halacha is calculating. Nothing is left to chance. I just did this circumcision for a Muslim family this past week. I'm like, what's shtein uh, your shulchanar? When do you do breast? I'm like, uh, we don't really know. What does that mean? Half of your population is male. How do you not know what the din is? And they don't know. In halacha, everything is codified. So by the, by the first Tzipor Mitzorah, we shecht it. We dip the second animal in it. And then we have to let the animal go, but in a specific direction. And that's what the word Sada teaches us. Don't stand in Yafo and face to the Mediterranean. Don't stand in Gabas. I don't know where the physical location of uh, Gabas is. But Rashi says, Begabas, 12 lines down or so. You're not allowed to send it into a desolate place because a midbar is desolate. It said Sada. So therefore, if you're in Gabas, you can't send it to the midbar. You also shouldn't send it into a busy city because busy cities don't have fields. Ella. Right outside of the Choma, of the walls of a particular city, what are you going to find? That's where all the fields were. That's where they kept all the agriculture. That's where you should be sending the animal. And therefore, the word Sadeh comes to teach us that, according to you, 
who say that the word Vishilach al Asada teaches us about that the fact that the second animal is going to be mutter, where do you learn about the directionality of letting go of the second Mitzorah bird? So the Gemara says, I can therefore learn from the word hasade two things. I can learn, number one, that the animal can go, can go free. The second animal gets to go free. And number two, I can also learn that there is a directionality in regards to releasing that second sipur, and it must be released in the direction of a field, not to the ocean, not to a midbar, not to a city, but specifically to a field. Rava Amar, the most practical answer of all. Think about this for a second. If we have two birds, the first bird is being shechted, we're taking the second bird and we're dipping it and we're letting it go. What happens if that bird is caught and eaten by someone? We can't have a construct in halacha where we intentionally let go of birds that we know are usser, hoping that no one will ever eat it. You, you can't do that. Even if you want to argue that there's a rove, but... We're not allowed to create bittel. So this is what Rabbi's argument is. We're not going to send the language of Shilach. We're not going to send that bird out to hurt somebody. So again, in the base of Mikdash, they shech number one, they dip number two into the blood, they let it go. It has to be that it's mutter. By definition, it has to be that it's mutter. Rava's like, why are you guys all doing mental gymnastics over here? This is not difficult. You can't send the bird out that's usr be'achila. You can't do that. Conversation is over. We'll probably learn till uh, just because of the time. We'll probably learn till the two dots, which is two thirds of the way down. So we'll learn one or two more sugyas, and then we'll stop. Bisay our nazir says the Gemara. What about the hair of a nazir? Remember our Mishnah from Nun Bava Medbez. The din is that if a man proposes to a woman mm -hmm. with a lock of hair that is specifically from a nazir, the din is that they are not married uh, because it's aser banna minala. And how do we know? The Amar Kra Kodesh Yeh Godel Pera Searosho Gidulo Yihye Kadosh. The growth itself is kadosh, similar to hektish Mufarshim, right? And therefore, the din is that it is aser banna. Says the Gemara. Wait one second. If it's true that it's aser banna proper, then the seifa of our Mishnah doesn't work. Why not? Because ima kodesh. If in general something which is kodesh. If something is hectish proper, then the real reality is that if it's tofes as dama, biyote lechulin, that we can lower the status of an item. However, af seyar nazir tofes as dama, biyote lechulin. But that can't be the case because at the end of our Mishnah, we had said that if machran vikidesh bidmein mekudeshes, we had said that they still maintain a certain status, as we said in our Mishnah. So therefore, that can't be true over here. And the Gemara here responds with a shocking answer, one that is very, very, very unique, mechudash in halacha, the answer is no. Mikarinan kodesh, kadosh karinan. When the Pasuk speaks about the hair of a mitzorah, the Amar Kra, kodesh yegadal pera, the word kodesh is specifically written chaser. There is no vav. The Chachamim knew how to read the word, therefore we know how to read the word. But in the Jerusha realm, there's an aspect of the word that is Kodesh, correct. There's an aspect of the hair that's Kodesh, but there's an aspect of the word that is Kadosh, which are very different words. And therefore, the Gemara says, this word kind of lives in between a very unique halacha. Let's learn the din of the Petr Chamor, that if a person tries to propose to his wife the Petr Chamor, the din is that they're not married. Perhaps our Mishnah, the author of our Mishnah, Nun Bavamid Beis, doesn't agree. The Tanya. Petr Chamor, Aser Behana, Divrei Reb Yehuda. 
According to the Tanakhama, Rabbi Yehuda, Petr Chamor is Aser Bana. That fits per perfectly with our Mishnah, because our Mishnah says that if a man proposes with Petr Chamor, that they're not married, they're Enim Kudeshes. What does Rav Shimon say about Petr Chamor? Rav Shimon, Matir. Oh, so it must be that the author of our Mishnah is not Rav Shimon, because our Mishnah says there's Nisr Hana by Petr Chamor. Rav Shimon says there is no Isr Hana. Says the Gemara, there is no Machlokes. Amar of Nachman, Amar Rabbah, their Machlokes is only before the Arifa, before the breaking of the neck of the animal. But Le'achar Arifa, V'divreakol. After that, everyone agrees that Halacha is exactly the same, there's an Isr Hana. Basar Bechalav, one of my favorite sugyas, Minolan, Tatana Debe Rabbi Shmuel. We spoke about this yesterday. I didn't know it was on this page. Otherwise, I would have saved my comments. <clears throat> Rabbi Reisman told me he was always two weeks ahead when he was giving that film. That's remarkable. I feel like I'm behind when I'm teaching what I'm teaching. So that's that's not good. But he, that's amazing what he did. Three times. All three of them are problematic. Masnisen deloki haitana in our Mishnah must not like must not be like this author of this brisa of the Bei Rabbi Shmuel that there's a triple iser because the Tanya Reb Shimon ben Yehuda Omer baser bechalav aser beachilu moter bano wow this is a rare shita that Reb Shimon ben Yehuda holds that baser bechalav granted as we all know is from Jews baser bechalav is aser to eat but there's no iser of hana. That later, where we have an iser uh, of an iser of achila, but no iser of hana, we bring that back to our case as well. What is this talking about? This is talking about a trefa. A trefa, the Pasuk says here, Basar beside the trefa lo sochelu. So if by a trefa, the halacha is that it's aser behana, that it's aser beachil and moter behana, and if we have similar language of anshei kodesh tiyunli and ki am kadoshata with lo sevashil, so there's a gzeru shava hekesh, there's some comparison to trefa, perhaps we should assume that basar bechalav is only aser beachila, not behana, like from Shimon ben Yehuda. So to this, the Gemara says nothing. The Gemara therefore assumes you're correct that our mission is not like the Shita of Rav Shimon ben Yehuda. We're at nine thirty. We have more to learn, but we're going to stop right here, uh, two thirds of the way down at the words Bechul and Shanishcha to Bazara. Uh, tomorrow we will not have Shir in person. The way things are looking, uh, I will probably post a Shir during the day tomorrow, but I'm still not sure. Certainly before tomorrow night, um, but uh, certainly before six thirty tomorrow night. That's for sure. And I'll keep you posted on any other changes. Wishing you all a beautiful night. Greetings will be